Too often, Black women are a mere afterthought in conversations around wellness, but not in this space. On this podcast, the dialogue is always centered around women like you. Welcome to the podcast, but more importantly, welcome to the tribe. Be well, sis. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Be Well, Sis podcast. I am your host, Cassandra Dunbar. Can I be honest? I'm tight today. And I've recorded this intro about a thousand times to see if I can sound more peppy and more alive, but I have to be real. So girl, why are you tight? Because the governor of Georgia has decided to go against the advice of the scientific world and has decided to go ahead and reopen non-essential businesses. And there are a bunch of other foolish red states that are deliberating the same. I mean, it's a really shitty place to be. And if you must go to work, um, go back to work, I get it. And I understand you got to do what you got to do. But I beg you, don't let the governor's poor decision making get you sick. So if you don't have to go out to get the essentials, please just stay home. Just trust your gut. I mean, this pandemic has highlighted that at the end of the day, there's nothing more important than our health and wellness. And I get it. You might feel trapped inside your home and you're really itching to get back to life as usual, but please use good judgment. I mean, the coronavirus has really shaken things up in every single way and has created so much insecurity and uncertainty in every aspect of our lives, including our role in the workplace. So today's conversation is really right on time. I had the opportunity to speak to Courtney Underwood of Kassara Consulting. She is the CEO of the HR Consulting Group, as well as the CEO of the Lifestyle Power brand called Passports and Purpose. She has over 18 years of experience in both HR and as an entrepreneur. So if you're newly out of work, considering transitioning careers, or taking a leap of faith into the world of entrepreneurship, and or just seeking ways to thrive in our current climate, you are really in for a treat. So let me go ahead and stop running my mouth, and let's get into the conversation. Thanks again for joining. Be safe and be well, sis. All right, so thank you so much for joining us today, Courtney. Um, Before we go ahead and get into our conversation, can you please introduce yourself to the people? (laughs) Sure. So my name is Courtney Underwood, and I'm the CEO and HR alignment strategist at Kassar Consulting. What that means is I help everyday entrepreneurs, mompreneurs, business owners learn how to build and manage their teams. In addition, I'm the founder of Passports and Purpose, which is a travel and affirmation apparel and accessories company. In addition to that, I'm also a mom, a sister, a daughter, a friend. I'm active in my ministry. I wear a lot of hats, but um, above all, I am a servant. That is the lens through which I approach everything. And so that's a bit about me, and I'm so excited um, for our discussion today. Oh, thank you so much. You are a superwoman. You do so much. <laughs> when do you rest? <laughs> I've, I've found time with the new climate. I've uh, made it a priority and it's already paid off. Good. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I think we've all had some time to pretty much rest and reflect. And you mentioned earlier in our previous conversation, um, there's been a time of restoration. And yes, I, I agree a thousand percent. Um, so speaking of the current climate, um, I guess before we get into that, can you talk to us more about your business? Sure. So I'll start with Kassar Consulting. 
So that is a human resources uh, consulting firm. And what makes it different is that I approach it based on the entrepreneur mindset. It's really all about navigating the business of people. And so when people think about human resources, they think about you know payroll and handbooks and paperwork and all of those things. And while I do bring that to the table, um, more than that, I talk about what it really takes to be an entrepreneur and shift into that leadership um, mindset. A lot of entrepreneurs and leaders haven't necessarily been managers, right? So they haven't had to work with people. They haven't had to navigate those relationships, um, holding people accountable, giving them feedback, um, you know, and I also talk about the vulnerability it takes to hire someone and hope that they are as careful with your vision as you are. Um, so I talk about, you know, the trust, um, the control, you know, all of the things that um, come up usually after the fact. So I do it in a very proactive um, way. So having been an entrepreneur myself, I can speak to both sides of the table. I do have 18 years of human resources experience, but even beyond that, I've been an entrepreneur running Passports and Purpose for um, quite some time now. So looking at um, my experiences and also the experiences of my peers, I can speak to it um, in a way that a lot of my contemporaries can't. Um, because they don't know what it feels like to walk in those shoes. So um, I'm definitely very transparent and authentic, um, and I take time to acknowledge um, the entrepreneurial journey um, before even getting into, you know, the details and, you know, the structure and processes and paperwork, because all of those are necessary mm -hmm. to really build something sustainable. Mm -hmm. um, and they're applicable even if you're just starting out. You know, if you're still working with friends and family, you still need to know how to communicate. You still need to know how to set expectations. You still need to know how to give feedback, how to receive feedback, how to hold people accountable. Like the principles I teach are really universal, no matter um, where you are in the stage of business. So, um, you know, being able to help is oh my goodness, it's so rewarding. And it's really the best part of the job, you know, seeing the peace that comes from a client that was working, you know, 80 hours and burning herself out at both ends, you know, trying to be everything to everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, hiring help and saying, oh my goodness, you know, I can sleep now or I can work on my fitness or I can take a vacation or I can spend time with family. Um, you know, just hearing those kind of testimonials uh, really push me forward and keep me going. And so that's, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It's just um, a really, for me, it's a very unique business. I've actually never heard of this type of um, company before. So what inspired you to go ahead and launch this type of business? Oh, thank you for asking. So it's actually uh, born out of my experiences in the entrepreneurial space. So um, I had been running Passports and Purpose for quite some time, and it was, you know, thriving and growing, but I was meeting a lot of my peers, fellow entrepreneurs and, you know, business owners that were just struggling with people. You know, um, they didn't know um, where to find, you know, good workers, what interview questions to ask to make sure that um, they weren't, that the applicants weren't, you know, just faking it <laughs> or, um, you know, how to let someone go that was becoming toxic to the rest of the team. Like, you know, people issues were coming 
um, my way because a lot of them did know that I had an HR background. So one conversation turned into 10, right? And 10 turned into 20. And before I knew it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is a real business. <laughs> and so I have to, you know, honor it as such and uh, form an actual consulting firm. So I can um, structure my time, serve them more effectively, and ultimately reach more people. Um, that was the main motivator behind it because I knew that if the people in front of me were struggling, that there were hundreds more that also needed my help. Um, and so being able to, you know, speak to it not only as an entrepreneur myself, but, you know, thinking about the issues that dealt with my um, with my peers and contemporaries. And then even, you know, bringing those 18 years of proven corporate strategies. That's also another, you know, benefit because I've seen the strategies that I recommend work. So that means that the small businesses that I'm helping are getting it right the first time. Right. <laughs> and they're building, you know, strong foundation and not having to uh, learn. Of like we briefly touched on the current climate with COVID mm -hmm. and pretty much has shut down everything um, socially, um, starting to trickle down into our economics. Um, mm -hmm. So as an entrepreneur, how have you had to pivot a bit to maneuver through um, the current times? Oh, that answer. Oh, my goodness. So I'll break it down by category <laughs> because it has um, absolutely shifted the way that I do things. So for Kassar Consulting, since I've been leading with that, I'll keep that same pattern. Um, I've shifted my offerings to reflect the times that we're in. So I've taught classes on how to manage remote workers, um, how to um, really manage that shift um, since a lot of people are working remote for the first time, how to keep your employees accountable, supported, engaged, happy um, when everything is so uncertain, you know, how to communicate um, when things are so uncertain as a leader and kind of keep steering the sh uh, ship. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one class I've offered. You know, I've also um, you know, offered a class on the recent laws that have passed, you know, regarding um, unemployment and um, FMLA, you know, there have been recent laws uh, addressed for businesses and even uh, small businesses, because small businesses tend to think that, oh, that doesn't apply to me, but actually it does. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, being able to break those changes down. Um, in an easy to digest way is something that I've done recently. And then, you know, just practically speaking, um, I serve with compassion. So um, my existing clients, I've offered them payment plans if they had a significant invoice coming up. Or um, I've helped our accountability calls, you know, virtual, because a lot of my clients are really all over the country. So uh, I already had a virtual model. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, replacing some of my in-person visits with virtual visits has um, been successful so far. Um, for Passports and Purpose, I actually pivoted um, by launching a work-from-home collection. So I do recommend that you check it out. It is, um, you know, fun tease um, to wear since everyone is on video calls right now. Yes. Um, they really <laughs> speak to that experience. You know, so I have tees that are for parents that are struggling. Um, that's actually uh, one of my favorites. So you can definitely um, look at that, you know, um, for those that are, 
uh, really leaning into their purpose and resting during this time. You know, I have a tea for that. So mm -hmm. it, there's something uh, for everyone. So I have a new collection and the teas are uh, honestly at our wholesale prices. So, you know, it's not about price gouging. You know, there's a definite, you know, a benefit to um, being able to find uh, the light in situations like these. So I wanted to make it accessible for everyone. Um, so that's the store. As far as my life, um, you know, like I shared earlier, I am a mom. So um, as far as work from home tips and <laughs> things that I've done to kind of uh, make sense in the midst of all the chaos is absolutely keep structure. Um, so we wake up at the same time. Um, we get dressed, you know, like we're going outside, even though we're staying in, um, because those are, you know, mental cues, uh, that it's time to work. I mm -hmm. set alarms through the day. Um, so we know when to take breaks and know when to stretch, when to get water, when to eat. Because I found that without those, I was becoming nocturnal really, really quickly. Yep. And, you know, staying up at all kinds of weird hours when normally I'm an early bird. I noticed mm -hmm. that. I started to shift um, into sleeping in, and that is just not like me. Mm -hmm. um, so those are, you know, practical things that I've done um, mm -hmm. to, you know, kind of still have a routine in the midst of it all. Um, my daughter, she is 12, so, um, you know, she's rather independent, you know, as mm -hmm. a middle schooler can be. Um, mm -hmm. So it's not like, um, but, you know, don't get me wrong. Like we, I will still recommend a nap if I feel like she needs yes. it. So, um, you know, some of the principles that I still use are applicable really to any age. I've done them for years and just because she's in the double digits, you know, heading towards, um, teenhood, um, doesn't mean that, uh, I changed that up. So yeah, you know, those are simple things I've done. Um, I'm, I'm still doing meal prepping because, um, cooking. Oh my goodness. I feel like cooking all the time. Like, yes. <laughs> I'm so over it. Like I just be like, I'm grateful that I have the food to cook, but it's like, my God, send me a chef. Um, so yes. for those of us who might be struggling, um, because of the recent changes, do you have any tips or advice that you might suggest, um, spiritually? Oh, absolutely. I would say that, um, you know, my journey is, unique um, in that my biggest client now is a ministry and I'm also active in my ministry. So um, I spend a lot of time not only encouraging, you know, others, but also being keenly aware that I can't pour from an empty cup. So I've had to, you know, seek the Lord. I would say it stretched me in a way um, to where I'm leaning in more um, to my faith because I know that I have to um, be that rock for others. So things that have helped me to remember is to, you know, in the midst of all of this chaos, you know, pre-call, we talked about so many things adjusting and shifting with little to no notice is to remember that God is the same God. Yeah, mm -hmm. he doesn't change. Um, so if it feels like, you know, everything's spinning, going out of control, he hasn't changed. He has not changed. And so um, making sure that I'm looking at that and not looking at, you know, everything else, which can obviously be, you know, very distracting. You know, one thing that I had to grapple with at the outset was taking in enough information, you know, from the news and things to keep my staff informed, um, but balancing that with not letting that be my source of revelation. It's only information and those are two different things. 
Hey, sis, enjoying the episode? If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and give us a five-star rating along with a glowing review. And if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, please take a screenshot of your screen while you're listening and share on your social media. Also, tag BeWellSis underscore podcast and two of your friends who you think will enjoy the show. I mean, they'll enjoy it. So go ahead, tag them. <laughs> now let's get back to it. So, because prior to that, I only, you know, I really didn't watch the news because I wanted to be very protective of my eye gates and ear gates. Yeah. So, I, um, you know, don't. Get, it's not like I was walking around naive, but I was very conscious about how I consume that type of content. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I kind of have to, I have to be plugged in um, because of my role, you know, as a leader within the organization and also as a resource for my clients. So, um, I have to make sure and I encourage um, other uh, people of faith to balance everything that you're taking in with the word of God. So otherwise, you know, that type of information can consume you. You know, if you're looking at statistics and reports and, um, you know, real cases of people that could be close in age to you or, you know, look like you or, mm-hmm. um a family member or a friend, you know, if you're constantly consuming that, then that becomes your reality. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have to be very mindful and balancing um, all of that information with the word of God. Yeah. So so those are the things that really come to mind, um, remembering that God is the same, um, making sure that you're continuously feeding yourself and nourishing your spirit. Um, with the word and leading into your faith, especially even thinking about, you know, the things like church um, and most churches not having in-person service right now. Um, so if, you know, that is your church and they're not, you know, doing something online, then seek out a ministry. Like on Sunday, there are a million live streams <laughs> to yeah. choose from. Yeah. Um, so, you know, absolutely, you know, be led and, you know, find and you know, seek it out. You know, seek out some uh, spiritual uh, nourishment. You know, don't think that you constantly have to be the one feeding yourself, right? Like sheep need shepherds. So, um, mm-hmm. absolutely, you know, seek it out if your um, particular uh, place of faith or worship um, isn't offering something online, or if you're led to, um, you know, seek a resource elsewhere. You know, do the work, put in effort <laughs> um, to feed yourself because it's not just going to uh, be served on a silver platter necessarily. Um, you have to do the work um, for the things that you need. So don't ignore that um, because you're stretched too thin, right? And you're yeah. too busy being everything to everybody else and you're not making enough time um, for yourself spiritually, especially without the routine of maybe, you know, service on Sundays or Bible studies during the week. If um, that routine is disrupted, put in effort to replace it. Yeah, um, it's it's a big deal and it matters. Absolutely, and I think um, you know self care is like the big buzzword. I feel like your spiritual life is a huge part of your self care, and that could be you know you you spending time um, in prayer and or meditation, um, mm-hmm. and or with well not more not with your congregation anymore, but you know watching your online streams or whatever uplifting music or reading your bible or whatever religious text is so important to to renew your your spirit your soul which trickles into everything else too yeah 
Yeah, and, like you said, it's so easy for us to put that to the back burner um, mm-hmm. and then discard it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's usually the first thing to go, like on the on the chopping block. And honestly, it's, the order should be reversed. Yeah. Um, but we don't, you know, it's human nature. You know, I'm not saying this in a judgmental way at all because mm-hmm. I'm, I've definitely been guilty mm-hmm. um, of that. But, you know, make it a priority make it a priority. Your spiritual health is the foundation for everything else. You know, mm-hmm. your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, those are, it all, it's all connected and it's all, yeah, it's all connected. So, you know, just recognize that. And um, because even if you're physically full, you can be spiritually starving mm-hmm. and you're, you'll be unsettled, you know, you'll be anxious. Um one of the things that I'm uh, doing for my current client is doing uh, wellness checks for, you know, all of their staff and they're spiritual in nature, you know? So I'm asking, you know, do you have any questions? How can I support you? And then I ask, do you have any prayer requests? And the most common request that I've gotten is anxiety. You know, like I'm worried, you know, I'm stressed, I'm anxious, but that works specifically. Um, and, you know, I always say, one, you know, you're not alone. <laughs> um, it's, you know, a common request, but, you know, I remind them, of course, that, you know, God is God. But if you're continuously, you know, feeding your spirit and standing on his promises, if those are the loudest things in the room, then anxiety um, can't have dominion, um, mm-hmm. you know, in your uh, mind and in your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to let God's word ring true. And mm-hmm. that has to be um, what you lean into, especially in the face of um, trying times, you know, challenging times. And and I like that you've said several times that God is the same. I feel like one of the things that we're all struggling with, or most of us are struggling with, is just the uncertainty of everything. Yeah. So if we have no idea what next week or next month may bring, but just remember that God is forever the same that that absolutely will bring you know some comfort I know mostly you work with business owners do you have any tips or recommendations for job seekers or those who were thinking of becoming an entrepreneur right mm-hmm. before everything just I don't know started to crumble <laughs> anything oh. either or <laughs> for sure I have tips for both um, the first for job seekers, you know, right now the common narrative is, oh, nobody's hiring, hiring freezes, blah, 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 blah. That is not true. Um, the job seekers, uh, that I've worked with because I, you know, again, I'm, I pride myself on being an answer <laughs> to people. So the job seekers that have come to me, um, with those questions, you know, I told them the same thing uh, that I told them pre-crisis or pre-pandemic, which is um, to position yourself as the answer. So, you know, if there's a particular company, you know, that you want to work with or a particular position um, that you heard of or you see that they need, you know, pitch them. A lot of companies are letting their staff go, but it doesn't mean that the work doesn't need to be done. So you can absolutely... Um, you know, pitch them and say, hey, you know, I know that you let 300 staff go, but something is going to need to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I see that these are where your needs are. You know, who's handling this? If you position yourself as a partner and as a solution, um, you absolutely can get, a, get the work. Um, another thing is, 
by pitching yourself, you have to realize that some of the people that were let go were veterans with tenure. Um, and sometimes their compensation was a bit loaded because they'd been there for so long. So if you're pitching yourself and saying, hey, you know, you don't have to uh, pay me benefits right now. Like, I just want cash, <laughs> you know, as a consultant. Um, yeah, you out, you can you can get the work um, because even, you know, companies are doing furloughs right now or layoffs. The you know, it's never something to celebrate, but there is an opportunity underneath the disappointment and the yeah the devastation there's an opportunity underneath because the work still has to be done so um i absolutely would suggest presenting yourself as an answer and solution but it has to be done in a very sincere way so that's why i put the filter only companies that you want to work with and you think that you could have a genuine partnership with um so these were companies that you already had you know in your uh laser focus and, you know, you're seeing that they're going through times of transition. So if you actually think that you could serve them and serve them well, then now is the time um, because they're they're still figuring it out and they're still looking for answers. So if you present yourself as an answer, um, you can absolutely get the job. So I have a question. So how so if a company has like a hiring freeze? Mm-hmm. How do you get in touch? Like, how do you find the HR person? Because sometimes it's, it's just not published like readily on the company website. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have like a, a hot take or a hot tip on how to like find um, a person, a relevant party to get your foot in the door? Sure, I would say go to LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn is a great resource for figuring out not only who has a role within the company, but who is the ultimate decision maker within that company. Um, you get to see what's, if you look at someone's LinkedIn feed, you get to see the things that they liked and that they shared and that they posted. So you know what's top of mind for them. Um, and you can speak to those as well. So, um, you know, don't be afraid to do a deep dive. Um, all of the tools that I've used in the past, um, at least for an initial search, are free. You know, Google's free, LinkedIn's free. <laughs> um, and, you know, just typing in keywords, um, you know, HR or hiring and then the company name or, um, you know, orientation or onboarding in the company name or new team member, new decision maker, or, yeah, so don't be afraid to, you know, type in some different uh, keyword combinations Mm -hmm. um, to see what comes up. Because uh, a lot of times decision makers, they might be quoted in like a company press release Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, an article that was posted a couple of months back. And then you can uh, supplement their research with um, LinkedIn to see, you know, what's current and who's working at the company. Hmm. And those are all available for free. Um, so I would recommend doing that for sure. And then a lot of times if a company is doing layoffs and stuff, they'll have a quote from the HR person or decision maker um, because somebody has to be able to speak to the thought process behind letting people go, um, especially if they're going to be quoted in an article um, because the company wants to make sure that it's presented in a certain way. So, um, you know, look at the name that's quoted in uh, the article. Um, look at, you know, who's mentioned to see, uh, you know, what their role is. And then just go from there. Ooh, so good. Those, <laughs> so, so good. Thank you. 
You're welcome. And so the second part of the question is for entrepreneurs that were, you know, thinking about it, but now so many things are unsure. Um, the advice could go in two different directions. The first is um, don't feel pressured now that you have this time to launch yourself into entrepreneurship. It is one, you don't have to monetize every hobby you have. I can't believe people push that narrative. It is irresponsable at best. They are not for the people in the back. Please. I'm telling you, some uh, hobbies should just be hobbies. That's okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just it, it's okay. You don't have to monetize and sell and promote. You don't have to do that. Like you can just like creating, mm -hmm. and that's okay. Um, the joy that you get from it is payment enough. Like that, that is perfectly fine and healthy. Um, so don't feel pressured um, just because you have more time. Because like you said earlier, um, we are working in the midst of a crisis. So there is no, uh, it's not the normal. It is not the normal. So, and the second thing is, if you want to lean in and take the entrepreneurship leap, make sure that you're counting the full cost. Um, because it can seem like an attractive option right now. And don't get me wrong, like I said, it's incredibly rewarding. But um, unless you're prepared to invest in the learning curve, invest in um, real, the mental work it takes to be an entrepreneur. Because people don't realize, like one of the biggest things that I had to overcome was being comfortable being in the spotlight. Because with Passports and Purpose, I was making apparel, and I still am, making apparel and accessories, but I didn't have to be the face of it, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, the uh, merchandise spoke for itself. Um, whereas with Kassar Consulting, my face is all over everything because you're paying for me. <laughs> you're paying for my insight and expertise. So, um, you know, I really did have to, you know, get over myself and get used to doing things like this interview or, you know, workshops or um, videos and, you know, things like that. And that took a while. You know, I had to give myself grace um, because I did feel um, guilty about it. Like, man, you know, how can I do, because I am a trained speaker. So I was like, you know, how can I do like this keynote speech on behalf of a company I'm working for if I can't do it for myself? I had to um, give myself grace and really, you know, prepare myself mentally to step into who God called me to be. And that was a journey. So I had to acknowledge the journey. So entrepreneurship isn't just, you know, uh, flipping a light switch on and off. It's uh, you have to make sure that you're ready. So if anything, I would use this time to do the inventory, to do the reflection Mm. to think about um is this what i want to do? and so you do all those things what do you do for yourself outside of keeping up with your spiritual life like what is one thing that you do to keep yourself centered or just to keep yourself uplifted oh that's a beautiful question um i actually had to do some self-reflection and inventory recently um because my go-to answer for all of those things related to self-care was um, something outside. <laughs> so whether it was traveling, um, I'm a big fan of flowers. So even locally, going to the conservatory or the botanical gardens here um, uh, brings me a lot of joy. Or, you know, even uh, festivals. Um, Chicago is known for 
festivals and there's always so many things to do in the summer. Um, so those are things that bring me joy. So now, um, obviously in the new climate, I've had to um, find new things and activities uh, to keep myself centered. So recently I've started painting. Um, I've been into really nice candles lately. That's been, um, you know, just a change. And that list is still in development <laughs> in terms of the things that keep me centered. Of course, you know, meditating, um, taking walks, um, as long as it, we're respecting the six feet of distance. Right. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, been something that's uh, made me uh, feel more like myself and kept me centered, especially lately um, with the milder weather. So that list is still in development, but those are some things that I've discovered um, that have helped for sure. Okay. Um, and I ask everybody the same two questions as our closing questions. Mm -hmm. What does wellness mean to you? Ooh, so wellness. Wellness um, means to me uh, really being able to be all that God has called you to be. And the reason I say that is because if there's, you know, an imbalance or a deficit in any of the areas that you know make up who we are so whether um you know it's a physical issue a mental and emotional or a spiritual um issue if any of those things are out of alignment then um it it creates distance between you and the ideal you like the prototype you mm -hmm. um and so when i think of wellness i think of activities and things that bring you closer to who you're designed to be um, I always say that, um, you know, after we pass, um, if one of the, you know, steps, you know, on my way up to heaven was <laughs> meeting the person that I could have been and there being a big gap, right, between current me and like prototype me, to me, that would be devastating, yeah. right? Um, no, especially knowing um, that I was the only one standing in my own way of becoming. I, I can imagine meeting the person who you are supposed to be and if that person is like worlds away from who you are that is for me that's that's hell you know i'm telling you like mm -hmm. uh, when i first heard that like my my edges were snatched I said, <laughs> and it stayed with me ever since and the last question is um if you could recommend a book to our um audience what would it be any book at all oh my goodness there's so many um I'll, I'll share the last good book I read. Um, okay. Well, it's business related, so yeah. um, it inspired me. It's Superfans by Pat Flynn. I recently finished it, and what I really liked about it um, is because it, it talks about building a community um, around your business or around your brand. And I, of course, am a people person, so I'm all about community. Mm -hmm. And um, so it talks about doing that in a very intentional and structured way, um, not only because it makes your brand, uh, you know, sustainable and memorable and all of those things and recognizable, but more than that, it gives like your people, like the people you're serving, um, the opportunity to connect with each other. Yeah, like I said, super easy read, um, fun and practical. So, uh, but also meaningful, um, especially if you can, you know, take out those experiences and, apply them to whatever it is that you're building, especially if you do it from the outset. You know, um, both of my businesses have been established for a couple of years now. 
So I'm doing it, um, you know, kind of after the fact, after I noticed like all of this organic interaction was happening. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, if you're doing it, especially if you're just starting out, um, that's incredible to kind of have that, you know, built-in community um, aspect to whatever you're building. So just, you know, thinking about it, it's really applicable for anything. Nice, nice. Yeah. Courtney, you are amazing. I am so Thank happy you. that we had a chance to connect. Um, I'm just so happy. This conversation is awesome. It's better than I expected. It went different directions, and I love that. I think it's so valuable. People are going to pick up something from this conversation. You'll have, just know so much about so much. And, you know, <laughs> I think that you, speaks you know. to my random nature, so thank you. No, it's great. It's great. It, it, it's random but very poignant. Like It's applicable to so many things uh, and the changes that we're all experiencing right now. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So where can the people find you? Oh, sure. So um, for Kassar Consulting, that's K-A-S-S. -S arconsulting.com um, that's the website for Passports and Purpose it's Passports with an S and Purpose.com um, we're also on Facebook and Instagram if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn um, you can search using my full name Courtney Underwood and um, I do respond to every message, every comment um, I have a social media manager, but I love people and I love interactions. So um, trust, trust and know that if you're uh, online, I am right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I'll have everything linked in the show notes. Um, so it'll be just a click away. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate awesome. your time. And um, hang in there with all the changes that are happening. And um, yeah, just remember to take care of yourself with, in all of this and I'm talking to myself as well <laughs> yeah thank you I definitely appreciate it we do need those reminders thanks again for listening to this episode of the Be Well Sis podcast for more information on anything discussed in this episode please see the show notes and or visit www.bewellsispodcast.com oh and don't forget to leave a five star rating on Apple until next time be well sis